Hey, it's Tuesday. The new episode of Two Degrees Hotter is out. It's my favorite Gen Z lifestyle and self-development podcast. I'm on my way over. Let's listen to the latest episode. Hello, everyone. Happy Tuesday. And welcome to another episode of Two Degrees Hotter. I'm one of your hosts, Kylie. And I'm Anya. And this is like TDH of the future today. Yeah, this is TDH of the future. This is also TDH, I was going to say live, but that's, I'm contradicting myself. We're in person, which I actually can't remember the first time, or the first time, geez, the last time that we did that. Yeah, it's just been like difficult schedule-wise the last few months, but I think in the summer we'll be able to do it more. But here we are. We are getting together. It's like midday Saturday. And after this, we are going to the ballet. We're going to see Boston Ballet's Sleeping Beauty. So that should be fun. But for now, we just have a little iced tea. Yep. And we're ready to record for you. And this is kind of out there for us, this episode. Yeah. It's kind of an interesting experiment. Yeah, but I'm excited. So today, we looked through Reddit. You guys know we love a subreddit. Uh, So we pulled from r slash advice. Uh, a couple of prompts where people are looking for advice, but we thought it'd be cool to put them into chat GPT and have AI generate some advice and see if we agree with it. See if it was able to like generate like actual, like thoughtful mm-hmm. and meaningful advice. Yeah. Let's, let's test the, the ethics of AI. <laughs> yeah. I'm interested to see, cause it's like, it's interesting to see what AI says when it needs to have like somewhat of a moral compass. Like these yeah. are all kind of like, yeah, like more like ethical advice questions. It's not just asking it to like tell us about, you know, a historical event or like some yeah. science thing. Like it's like, what is your opinion on this? Which obviously yeah. computers don't have opinions, but we'll see how this goes. Yeah. I'm excited to test it out. But before we do that, we need to kick it off with the segments and the week in review. And if you're only here for the AI portion of the episode, we have the timestamp down below where you can skip to that. So we recorded a few days ago, um, just like with our upcoming weeks, we're kind of front-loading some of our recording, batch recording, if you will. So I don't have a ton of updates since the last time we recorded. I honestly just haven't really been having like the best mental health week, but yesterday we had a bonding for one of the dances that we're in. So for the dance company that we're part of, um, it's kind of like a requirement that each choreographer puts together like a little bonding event, and we had one of them yesterday. And it just got me thinking about how, like, when you're a more introverted person, it can be hard to, like, you you have such a limited social battery. Yeah. And so it can be hard to, like, dedicate your limited social battery to situations where you don't know people super well or, like, you don't know if you get along with them super well. And just knowing – I think, like, being in a group where you don't know people as well means you have to use even more of, like, your social energy. Yeah. So I just feel like sometimes I struggle to like open myself up to those situations because I just feel like I'm really busy and like I have such limited free time and I'm like, do I want to spend my free time with people that I don't know super well? Like would I rather just stay in or like, you know, make plans with like someone that I know I'm more comfortable with or whatever. But it was good to go out and do that because like it was a group, there was like maybe eight of us or seven of us that I knew some people like somewhat well, but there was a few people that like I'd never really talked to like one-on-one before. And it was just good to like, Put myself out there. We ended up yeah. going to like dinner with a couple of people afterwards, like kind of extended the evening a little bit. 
Um, and I think it was just a good like lesson in how to open yourself up to new friendship yeah. opportunities. Cause like in the end, like you're not going to meet new people if you're not putting yourself out there like that. So yeah, just, just spit, spitballing here, sharing, no. sharing my thoughts on introversion. But I feel like that was like a little bit of an epiphany yesterday. Like I was like, I have to do these things if I want to like make friends. Yeah. And it's not like in a, it's not that I think I'm like better than anyone and I like don't want to yeah. like waste my time on these people. It's like, it's not like that at all. It's just like, I know. It's draining. Yeah. Like that wipes me out for like a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, is it worth it? And sometimes yeah. I'm not sure. But like yesterday I was like, okay, it it is like, it should be more worth it in my mind kind of thing. Yeah. No, I honestly, I share, I didn't like reflect on it too much, but now that you talk about it, like I shared very similar feelings. Of, mm-hmm. like, I There were even a couple of times where I almost texted you being like, should I we not know. go? Yeah. <laughs> That's so us to be like, mm. <laughs> maybe we could just get drinks closer by. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, no, like number one, that's shady. Like imagine you and I just go out and get drinks and like completely blow off this whole event. And number two, like, yeah, it, it's good to open yourself up to new friendships, especially like, I feel like it's a cost benefit analysis of like, if you think you're going to land well with the group, mm-hmm. then like it's worth taking that shot. And I think last night's group was a group where I was like, I can see myself getting along with these people. Like I don't yeah. think it's a, a complete like incompatibility. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like what kind of motivated me was like, okay, well, I like these people and like the interactions that I've had with them. So it would be nice to get to know them on a deeper level. But yeah, it's definitely tough. And especially we have like a jam packed weekend of, you know, we went to ballet this morning, we're going to see a ballet tonight. Mm -hmm. So I was having those moments of like, oh my god, like, I'm gonna feel so drained after this event. And then I'm gonna have to wake up early and go to ballet and then all of that stuff. So it's hard being an introvert. Yeah. Introversion awareness. Yeah. And I'm definitely an extroverted introvert. Like, so like, I don't even consider myself on the like extreme Mm -hmm. spectrum of introversion. So I can't even imagine what it's like for people that are like really, really introverted. Because then I'm like, how do you leave the house? Like, yeah, Yeah. no, I agree. For my weekend review, very similar to you. I don't really have any major updates other than, well, we're about to go into a week long rain stint. So Mm -hmm. the progress that I've made in this area will just go right down the toilet. But uh, I just like the seasonal depression has officially ended mm-hmm. for me. Like even I was talking with Zach about it and he was like, yeah, like you like became a completely different person between like <laughs> end of March and end of April. Like, and I was like, yeah, that's a uh, seasonal depression for you. So yeah, I just feel like with the nicer weather, the longer days, it's honestly the longer days, I think yeah. even more so that really just, I feel like much more like motivated and awake and alert and Yeah. So a big thing that I want to try to figure out this summer is like what I can implement and put in place to like try to maintain some of this going into the winter, but we will see. So I figured I'd I'd talk a little bit about that. I had a good week. I'm, I'm sorry you had a bad mental health week. I, had a good mental <laughs> I feel like health that's week. always the case. Like one of us is like, I'm dying. The other one's like, oh, well, I'm thriving. Yeah. Which I like guess is better than us both dying. That's true. Yeah. It's like, we can't support each other. It's yeah. It's a blind lead in the blind. But yeah, that that's really all I have for this week. Nothing, nothing major. Yeah. We're quick and speedy. Yeah. On to the favorite. So this is kind of random, but I have had a long fascination with the Duggars. <laughs> like I just, I've always. Well, that's what this is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, like, if you don't know, like 19 Kids and Counting, it was like the TLC show. 
I like watched it when it was on. Not that I like condoned any of the like religious trauma of it all, but like I was young and just like yeah, it's so weird. Eight. Like it's like a spectacle. <laughs> and so I was always like I always watched it because it was just on like in the mornings and stuff. And so yeah. like I, I feel like I memorized even like their family order because it's like the intro of the show. And so I've just always been like interested in like the Duggar tea and like all of that. And obviously some like really horrible stuff has come out over the last few years about their family, especially about Josh, like the oldest son. Um, he's in jail and, and all these things. And so they made a Amazon Prime docu-series. It's like a four-part series called Shiny Happy People. And they interview a lot of people close to them, including Jill, who's like the fourth oldest um, kid. She's like yeah. the second daughter, I think. Um, and so like she's really like made a lot of strides to like break out of like the family and like yeah. all their like religious trauma and stuff. And so a lot of it is led by like her talking about her experience and like peeling back the curtain a little bit. Um, and I'm just always like in general, I'm really interested in like the role that like religion can play in people's like lives and upbringing. Like I think Same. if I were to like pursue any like random degree, it would be really interesting to like learn more about like religious, like, I don't know, like philosophy or something like that. Yeah. Just cause like, obviously I'm sad for these people that like they grew up in such a like oppressive environment, but it's just crazy that like humans can like get to that point of like having such like insane beliefs and yeah. stuff. Um, so it talks a lot about that and like, yeah. I guess I would say like if you have a lot of like family trauma, maybe it's not the right thing yeah. for you to watch. But I've been I'm like halfway through and it's like it's really interesting. Um, so if you are into like reality TV or just like any of this kind of stuff, I recommend it's on a uh, Amazon Prime video. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm very interested, especially because I watched the trailer for it. And I guess I just assumed I'm like my 10 year old brain when it turned on TLC assumed that they were like super christian or like mormon or something mm -hmm. and they followed like a cult yeah religion it's like, like a, a section yeah, yeah like, like section, baptist yeah something like that yeah it's like a specific the docuseries talked more about it but it was like almost like mormonism in the sense that they have like a specific leader yeah um and they like follow his teachings and not necessarily just like the bible so yeah it's it's super interesting yeah i'll definitely have to watch because i've been curious and good for jill duggar honestly. i like jill what a slide. I like Jill. And I feel like her husband, her husband is Derek. And I feel like I don't, I can't say for sure, but I feel like he probably has helped her like a lot behind the scenes, like work through it and like get out of it. Cause that seems to be like their dynamic. Like he doesn't say much. He's kind of just there to like support. Yeah. Um. So I like him. I like them. Yeah. This is like kind of on a related note, but do you know the girl defined? Yes. Because yeah, of the Cody Co video. Mm -hmm. So I watched a two hour deep dive. I yes. watched the same one. I watched <laughs> I the same like, one. Yeah. Was the girl like British or something? Oh, British? I don't remember if she was British, but yeah, I'm sure there aren't that many yeah. two hours. Yeah. It was specifically on Bethany. Yes. I watched this. Yeah. yeah. Fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Fascinating. Stuff. Same like category of like interest super, though, super you know? Religious. Yeah. Um, I think they're just like, like capital C Christians. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure if they follow any like specific, like subsection of the christian religion but yeah super interesting so <laughs> clearly i'm also on a religious it's just cultural. so fascinating <laughs> yeah um but yeah for my favorite so i believe i talked about in last week's episode that i've been more of like a gym girly mm -hmm. recently or in a recent episode i talked about that been a gym girly and with that I've been trying to eat more protein if you don't know Anya and I are pescatarian and I truthfully still eat pretty vegetarian yeah at home uh so it's not 
I don't want to say it's hard to get protein when you're a vegetarian, but you just have to be a bit more mindful of it, I would say. And so with going to the gym, obviously, if you're like weightlifting, you need to be eating enough protein. Otherwise, you just won't really like see or feel any difference. So I've been trying to do that. And one of my favorite like vegetarian sources of protein is Magic Spoon cereal. This stuff is expensive. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that it's not. It's literally like $10 a box. Mm. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But it's each, depending on the flavor, it's like 13 to 15 grams of protein per cup, Mm -hmm. which like a cup is not that much. You can easily, if you, if you're craving a bowl of cereal, you can have two cups easily. So then you're looking at like a 30 grams of protein, upwards of 30 grams of protein in a bowl of cereal. And I don't know about you, but I love cereal. <laughs> yeah, I like cereal too. I think it's so like it's good with yogurt. It's good mm-hmm. in like the traditional like milk and cereal. It's good on its own. Yeah, it's like a little dry snack. Agree. Uh, so I I do like having this on hand uh, as like a nice high protein snack. It's my favorite like post workout or post dance. Yeah, and it's so like, quick too. Yeah, if I come home from dance and I'm hungry, it's like it's enough to like satisfy me and like fill that hunger but it's not so much that like I feel like I'm going to bed like really stuffed because I also don't like that feeling I just love it I got a box today and that's what made me think of it uh I got the oatmeal cookie and the chocolate chip cookie flavors yeah I was gonna ask do they like try to emulate normal cereals like do they have like a Cheerios some of them do they have like a honey nut one they have like a fruit loop Mm -hmm. one uh they have like a Cocoa Puffs style one. And then they have like a peanut butter one and then they'll have seasonal flavors or they have a couple like one's cookies and cream, I think, a like blueberry one. But yeah, so it's like half and half. Some like just fun flavors and then some uh, cereal imitations. Mm-hmm. I guess the chocolate chip cookie one is probably like, what's that cookie? Cookie crisp. Cookie crisp, yeah. yeah. Oh, I forgot about that stuff. That stuff was good. Cookie for cookie yeah. crisp. Was that the commercial? Yeah. <laughs> but I definitely, like I said, it is very expensive. You can on the Magic Spoon website, like subscribe and that saves you a pretty decent amount. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's, you can get a box of four boxes for $39.99. And if you subscribe, you can get the four boxes for like $29. Mm-hmm. But then also you're committing to right being like subscribed. So for someone like me, I'm like, that's perfect because I always want to have magic spoon on hand and I'm sure you can cancel it but definitely install the honey uh browser yeah. extension and see if there's any like coupons available I'm sure some influencer somewhere is sponsored by magic spoon do you get it just at the grocery store I order it online just because I like to order it yeah like in bulk and have a couple boxes and it makes it feel like I'm spending less money on it if I'm not buying it every single time yeah. I go to the grocery store but I know they have it at target okay not all the flavors but they're like most popular flavors are at target but yeah yeah I was gonna say like we've been doing the subscribe and save thing for like random items and it is pretty handy like yeah we did it for like toilet paper and like baby wipes um like we get it like every like two months and it's always like the right time and like you don't really know what shows up like it's kind of interesting like because you're not expecting a package and so Mm -hmm. like you just you're like oh what is this and you're like oh more toilet paper like cool so it is handy or like we've done it for like shampoo and stuff so I think the the tricky part is is just like figuring out how often yeah like the cadence because like something like toilet paper is nice because you always need toilet paper so it doesn't really you don't have to think too hard about it Mm -hmm. but 
Yeah. That's... Could be good for like tampons too, honestly. Oh yeah. To not have to think about it. Yeah, that's a good idea. I think Viv does that. Um, oh. Check out Viv. Yeah. Anyways, all right, we're going to take a quick ad break, new ad today. Stay tuned. And then we'll be back to chat with AI, get to know ChatGBT a little bit. Yeah. We're back. And before we get too far into this episode, I thought it would be good for us to give like an AI disclaimer because I know that like there's a lot of different opinions about like AI and what it's going to do to like society and we're like really in the infancy of it right now um and I've listened to a couple podcasts for people that have like were involved in like the creation and like the technology and how like they're nervous about it so it's like we're not like necessarily condoning it or not either way we're just trying to like play with it for now and just like have fun do like a lighthearted thing but I know that there's like lots of ethical things with like stealing art and like stuff like that yeah. so I'm not educated enough to comment yeah. but just just flagging like I know not everyone is like on the AI train yeah certainly but we're just trying to be a little silly goofy yeah I've never tried chat GBT actually like yeah I've done um I've done the snapchat AI which is kind of funny mm-hmm. um I've asked it to put together like dance combinations for me and like it it certainly says dance words like they don't look good together yeah so it's like funny to try that would but be a funny like youtube video like, yeah so i saw that. um someone on tiktok do it like they said like choreograph like a petite allegro combination for like an intermediate <laughs> class and like it gave the right types of words but like just moves that would never make sense to like do in sequence with each other yeah like just didn't look natural i'll try to i'll find it after That's i'll show you funny but yeah so we're gonna pull Questions from Reddit that people have left and see what AI has to say. I will say I have used ChatGPT before for work. Mm -hmm. And if you uh, are doing any SEO style work, it's actually really good for that because it literally scrubs the internet Mm -hmm. for – like if you need to write a blog on advice for people dating in their 20s, like it's going to scrub the internet for what's ranking high and getting a lot of like clicks and views. And – help you out that way so pro tip yeah it definitely has its use cases yeah it's good for like blog outlines I would never have it write an actual blog I'm too much of a control freak but well and it's interesting because I talked to our um we have like long-term interns at my work so we have three right now and they're all like currently in school and it's interesting because I was asking them like are professors like catching on to this? Like, is there anything they can do right now to like check if you're using it kind of thing? It's interesting because like they basically were saying it's like some teachers are super anti and say like you can't use it, whatever. And then some are kind of more so like leaning into it and being Mm -hmm. like you can use it to help but not to like do your whole assignment. Yeah. And I feel like it's got to be like people just have to get on the page of like the ladder because it's you can't control it. If people want to do it, they're going to do it. And I feel like it's almost comparable to like when the calculator first came out. Yeah. Like I'm sure teachers were like, that's cheating. But now like math has evolved that like you still do like mathematical thinking you're on your own, but you let the calculator like run the calculations. And so I feel yeah. like it's going to turn to like the same thing with AI where like you still come up with like your thesis, but like you ask AI to like write a paragraph for you kind yeah. of thing. Like, or like write the outline. Yeah. So I think it's definitely like going to be a tool that gets like integrated I think it has to at this point like we can't we can't go back like yeah <laughs> it's out there um but yeah should we start with the first story or like advice question yeah so the first one like we said we're on the r slash advice uh subreddit and it's titled everyone I meet ghosts me 
So they say, almost everyone I approach, either online or in person, to be friends or as a dating interest, ghosts me within a week of talking. Just no response one day. Apart from a few long-term friends and my family, I'm getting increasingly lonely. The only time a relationship has worked out for me was when they approached me first. Clearly, this is a me problem. If one person does it, it's their fault. But if everyone does it, it's yours. But I don't know what I'm doing wrong, and nobody will tell me. Is there something I can do, or is it just a probability thing, and I'm really unlucky? So, first we're going to see what chat GBT has to say, and then we're going to see if we agree. Pasting. Okay, it's writing. It's writing some steps. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny how it, like, thinks. Okay, it's writing a lot. Damn. Okay. Okay, I'll read the response here. Uh-huh. I might try to summarize because it's really long. ChatGBT says, I'm sorry to hear that you're experiencing difficulties in forming and maintaining relationships. It can be disheartening when people ghost or lose interest without explanation. Side note, I was interested to see if it would know what ghost, yeah, know what ghost meant because it's kind of like colloquial, like it's not yeah. the real definition of the word. So it's interesting that it like knows enough about like online it, yeah. terminology to like get that. Um. While it's challenging to pinpoint the exact reason behind this pattern, here are a few suggestions that may help. (laughs) I'm dead. Okay. Step one, self-reflection. Take some time to reflect on your own behavior and communication style. Consider whether there are patterns or tendencies that might be contributing to the situation. Think about how you present yourself, the way you communicate, your general approach to forming relationships. Two, seek feedback. Please. (laughs) Imagine. (laughs) Reach out to a few close friends or family members whom you trust and feel comfortable talking to. Ask for their honest feedback about how you come across in social interactions. (laughs) Three, social skills development. If you feel that your social skills could use improvement, consider seeking resources. Oh, okay. This could involve reading books on communication and social interaction, attending workshops or classes, or even working with a therapist or counselor. Yes. Okay. I'm, yeah. Wow. Okay. Step four, be patient and persistent. Building meaningful relationships takes time and effort. It's important to remember that not every connection will work out, and that's okay. Try not to take it personally when someone ghosts you. Keep putting yourself out there, meeting new people, and forming connections. Eventually, you'll find individuals who appreciate and value your presence. Lastly, focus on self-care and personal growth. While it's natural to desire companionship and relationships, it's also essential to focus on your own well-being and personal growth. Remember, finding connections, finding genuine connections can be a combination of factors, including timing, compatibility, and shared interests. It's important to be patient with yourself and others throughout the process. Okay, ChatGPT. I am blown away, actually. (laughs) It even said, this is a part that you skipped over. Cultivating a fulfilling life outside of relationships can make you more confident and attractive to others. I'm like, ChatGPT. such good advice. (laughs) What? I'm like, honestly, no notes. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I'm like, should I start asking ChatGPT for advice? No, literally. <laughs> this is great advice. Well, my only other, like, the only thing that I would add, I guess, is I do wish that OP gave us a bit more, like, just context around what their, like, interactions are like. Like, how often are they, are they texting those people, like, in the first couple of weeks? And I think the top comment, like, starts to get at this. That, like, it's hard to say without knowing you. Like, you could be doing everything right and then people just ghost you and you are unlucky. But if you're also, like, love-bombing people in the first mm-hmm. week, then maybe you need to, like, pull off the gas a little bit, yeah. you know? Yeah, um, it is interesting. I, I love that chat GBT was like, ask people what's wrong with you. <laughs> Yeah, like it was like, no, that for one was feedback. funny. 
that imagine. One, I will say chat GPT. I don't know about that one. Yeah. You but, go to your friends, you send like a Google form and you're like, what could I do better? Like anonymous. Yeah, like literally. Well, and especially because in like relationships, I feel like you talk to like a romantic interest way differently than you talk to like a friend. Right. So I'm like, how helpful could your family, can you imagine going to your mom and being like, do you think that I'm, I have any riz? <laughs> like Not riz. <laughs> Someone on Reddit says, do a hygiene check. I know it's a small thing, but can be a deal breaker. Oh, wait, that's another thing. OP didn't really talk about whether or not they would actually like meet the people. Like, would they go on a date? They said online and in person. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, OP. Listen to ChatGPT. Yeah. They gave, even a commenter was like, go see a therapist. Yeah. And like, they... OP definitely has, like, the self-awareness to recognize that, like, they're the common denominator, which is something we were talking about recently. Like, when people just – they talk about how they have had, like, all this bad luck in all these different situations, but they don't think to, like, reflect back on, like, if it's them. Yeah. And I think, like, OP is at least aware that it's probably them. Maybe it's not, but, like, they're considering that idea. So I think that's, like, mature of them. Yeah, for sure. Um, Thinking critically. Yeah. their impact <laughs> yeah and i i think chat gbt slayed that one yeah i'm pretty impressed off, off the bat yeah i am too all right good luck op <laughs> yeah good luck our next one is how to confess to a longtime friend that i'm in love this one's pretty short i've been friends with someone for a while and i want to confess to them that i'm in love we bonded over this crazy experience and she protected me a lot during that time how do i express this to her interesting yeah. i have an immediate response we are just like plain copy and pasting also for the yeah. record so seeing how chat gbt does it really likes steps it loves the list yeah it's writing out like another like five-step process here oh six seven, seven. Shit. <laughs> oh my god! no it takes so many steps okay i can read this response and again it's long so i'll try to summarize so ChatGPT says, confessing your feelings to a longtime friend can be nerve-wracking, but it's also an opportunity to be honest and open about your emotions. Here's a step-by-step guide on how to express <laughs> your love to your friend. Not a step-by-step Literally guide. Literally wiki how. <laughs> uh, number one, choose the right time and place. Find a suitable moment where you can have a private and uninterrupted conversation. Ensure you are both relaxed and comfortable, where you can openly express your feelings without distraction. Number two, be genuine and sincere. When you have the conversation, be authentic. Speak from your heart and express how much your friend means to you. Explain that the bond you share and experiences you've gone through together have made you realize that your feelings have evolved into something deeper. I'm so impressed that it picked up on that. <laughs> like, the fact that it said the experiences you've gone through together. Yeah. Like, that's like a detail from that's specific to this. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Reflect on specific moments. Mention the specific instances or experiences that strengthened your feeling. By recalling these shared moments, you can demonstrate the depth of your connection and how it has influenced your feelings. Use I statements. Absolute slay. (laughs) Focus on expressing your feelings rather than making assumptions about how your friend feels. Using I statements to convey your emotions. For example, say I have developed romantic feelings for you rather than assuming or saying I think you have feelings for me too. Be prepared for different outcomes. Understand that your friend might not share the same romantic feelings. Emphasize that your friendship is essential to you. And regardless of the outcome, you hope it won't negatively impact your bond. Uh, Give her space and respect her response. After expressing your feelings, give your friend time and space to process everything. Respect her response, even if it's not what you had hoped for. And then number seven, maintain the friendship. Regardless of the outcome, strive to maintain the friendship if it's important to you. If your friend doesn't share the same romantic feelings, it 
may take time for both of you to adjust and find a new balance. Communicate openly about your expectations moving forward and reassure that her that your friendship remains valuable. Remember that honesty and open communication are key in such situations. While there are no guarantees, expressing your feelings can lead to a deeper understanding between you and potentially strengthen your bond regardless of outcome. Damn. Again. And it's crazy how fast it is. Like, we're not cutting out the time in this episode while it's, like, generating the response. Like, it's actually doing it in, like, three seconds. Yeah. That is wild. Yeah. I like that it gave the steps, though. Uh, I do appreciate a step-by-step. I want more step-by-step guides. More step-by-step guides in my my life. life. Yeah. So my like immediate knee-jerk reaction to this was that they're definitely trauma bonded. Mm. That's kind of the like impression that I got, which I think is interesting. Because if you're trauma bonded to them and they're not trauma bonded to you, then that's like a, a bit of a sticky wicket. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting, like like I said, while you were reading like it's so impressive to me that it picked up on that because mm-hmm. it said one of the things that you skipped was um talk about the time when she protected you and express gratitude oh for her support like it really understood it knows it's not like it's just pulling random like words from the internet and like putting together it's like it really feels like it's understanding which is crazy because obviously it can't like yeah yeah this is wild but let's see what reddit said there aren't that many replies to be honest yeah but yeah a lot of people are kind of just saying you need to be mentally prepared to accept if she doesn't feel the same way and like potential consequences which is tough i mean i think i think op should go ahead and tell them it seems like they're kind of decided on that Mm -hmm. but like i know that's a tough thing to like go back and forth because you're like i don't want to ruin the friendship but obviously like the friendship is already compromised by the fact that you're feeling more than that. So it's like a tough area, but. I don't know. It it is a no risk, no reward Mm. situation because it could work out really well. Like the, you know what I mean? You don't don't know if the other person is feeling the same exact way and is also asking Reddit Mm -hmm. about how to confess their love to you. So I think it's a no risk, no reward. I also think that I, Maybe this is like a benefit of the doubt, but I assume that if you have feelings for this person and like clearly deeply respect them, that they likely will take it well. And like it might be a little awkward in the first, you know, couple of weeks, but yeah, you would just feel better having it off your chest. And yeah, definitely. Either way, like no matter what the um, no matter what the outcome is, mm-hmm. at least you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you don't have the what if because the what if is way worse than like a couple of weeks of awkwardness true all right slay chat gpt yeah, seriously all right so our next reddit post is how do i build wealth without a passion this is a 24 male writing this he says all i think about all day and night is getting out of poverty becoming successful maybe running a business i have grit i have drive but there's nothing i'm passionate about that can build wealth I draw, I can edit videos, animate, and I'm learning to make music. I'm creative, but that's really it. I want my money to work for me. I hate spending my money and I hate waking up for work, wasting my time. And then he just has like a side note of some books he's read, but I don't think that's relevant. Yeah. it's. I'm really interested to see how this one goes because they list specific things that they, they can do. Yeah. So I'm interested to see if like the AI comments on those things or if it just gives like more of a generic response. I'm also going to leave the 24 mail to see if it does anything with that. Yeah. Here comes another list. God, it loves it. loves it. a list.
This one's a six-step guide. All right. As per usual, read and kind of summarize here. But they say it. It says. (laughs) It says. um, Building wealth doesn't necessarily have to be tied to a specific passion or interests. Here are a few suggestions on how you can work towards building wealth, even if you don't have a particular passion at the moment. One, develop skills in high demand industries. So it talks about like technology, healthcare, finance, skilled trades. Two, explore entrepreneurship and business opportunities. Running a business can be a path to building wealth. Assess your creative skills and interests, such as drawing, video editing, animation, and music making, and consider if there are potential business opportunities within those fields. Three, save and invest wisely. Practice good financial habits by saving a portion of your income and investing it wisely. Four, diversify your income streams. Explore multiple income streams to increase your overall overall earnings. Alongside your regular job or business, consider side hustles, freelance work, or investing in real estate or stocks. Five, continuously learn and adapt. Even if you don't have a specific passion, embrace a growth mindset and adopt a lifelong learning approach. Stay curious and open to acquiring new knowledge and skills. Six, network and build connections. Networking is crucial in business and wealth building. Attend industry events, join professional organizations, and connect with like-minded individuals who can offer guidance, mentorship, or potential business partnerships. Remember, building wealth takes time, patience, and consistent effort. While having a passion can provide a sense of fulfillment, it's not the sole determinant of financial success. By focusing on acquiring valuable skills, exploring business opportunities, and making smart financial decisions, you can work towards building wealth and achieving your financial goals. I like how every one ends with remember yeah it's like reassurance they have like a formula like it's like it's like thesis statement list all the lists and then it's like and reminder conclusion (laughs) like it really is a little essay yeah i am impressed it picked up on the fact that this guy kind of is making it sound like he like has something that he's good at he doesn't really have anything that he thinks that he could make money on that he's passionate about but like there's the gap of you could learn new things Mm. that become your passions like and I also can't quite figure out if he's like saying I can draw and edit videos and animate like if he's saying those are things that he can do and he's passionate about but he doesn't think he can make money off of it yeah or if though he's just like listing skills that he has but he isn't necessarily passionate about any of those because in my mind I'm like you would definitely generate wealth like editing yeah. videos go on like fiber dude yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you absolutely could make a very good side hustle mm-hmm. out of that but if his point is like these are things that i can do but i'm not like particularly passionate about them then yeah i think you just have more like learning to do like pick up more skills you might find that you're passionate and also you don't have to like the thing that makes you money doesn't have to be your passion that that was gonna be like my thing was like I get that it seems like this person has a desire to correlate passion and wealth but at the end of the day a lot of people make a lot of money doing things they don't necessarily love and you know at the end of the day like a paycheck is a paycheck yeah but it seems like this person is particularly yeah interested in finding things that they both like and can make the money which I think is just like everyone's dream But also remember that, like, even if you feel passionate about something initially, like, if you love video editing or whatever, you could make it your job and that could, like, make you resent it. Like, sometimes when you combine things that you love to do and your, like, life livelihood, like, it can have negative impact. So, like, I don't know. And I would even say the opposite is true. So Mm -hmm. I'll use, like, again, like, the video editing as an example. If you're not super passionate about that, but if you post on Fiverr that you can do that from, like, a freelancing standpoint, you may end up with, like, 
really cool clients mm-hmm. that like are creating content around what you're passionate about. So now you're learning about that while editing their videos. And also I think people tend to like things that they're good at. And mm-hmm. if you're making money off of something, you can assume that you're good at it. And I think that sort of helps Yeah, as well. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I'm like, if you like have like a pretty tangible list of skills where like the video editing and the animation and even like the music making, you could definitely post yourself on Fiverr and make yeah. a amount of money. And then I wonder if you would feel a bit more like passionate and creative about it once you were, you know, tying it to income and tying it to like direct results for a client. Yeah, I definitely agree the most with ChatGBT's like advice on considering freelance work yeah. and that kind of stuff. I think in general, this was maybe the weakest chat GBT response so far, yeah. just because it's very like, this is the thing that's probably most easily Googleable. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's pretty easy to find information on like saving and diversifying income and whatever, but I am impressed that it picked up on the specific skills because that's what yeah. I was like curious about. So, all right, moving on to the next one. This might be our last one. We'll see. So it the question is, is it appropriate for me, 26 male, to ask my girlfriend, 30 female, to remove photos from her profile page? I assume he means like her Instagram or something. Yeah. My girlfriend and I have been dating a year now and are friends on social media, and she has a profile picture of us together, which is cool. But as you scroll past her old profile pictures, you can see photos of her previous relationship, which the guy was abusive to her, and she left him, or at least that's what she tells me. But plain as day, she still has these photos of them, and some of my family have her as a friend on social media and have asked who that guy is and why those photos are still there. I had no idea they were until I checked for myself and confirmed they are still there. Is it appropriate of me to ask her to take them down? Kind of a weird question, but I'd like to get some opinions. I have I have thoughts, but yeah, let's let ChatGBT speak first. I'm interested in this one because, number one, it has the worst grammar of any that we've read. Mm. So I wonder if that's going to, like, throw it off. And number two, it's kind of the most, like, ethical line, you know? So yeah. I'm like, what, what is it going to think? Let's see. It really oh, loves Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. It is very formulaic, I will say. Yeah, like, it's you can tell it has, like – it's coded to like do intro yeah. steps conclusion like yeah. every time but so chat gpt says it's understandable that you feel comfortable seeing photos of your girlfriend's previous relationship especially uncomfortable comfortable, and I say. <laughs> comfortable. oh <laughs> the opposite uncomfortable seeing photos of your girlfriend's previous relationship especially if the guy was abusive towards her while it's ultimately up to your girlfriend to decide what to do with her social media profile it's reasonable to have a conversation with her about your concerns here are some suggestions on how to approach the situation. Cue list. Choose the right place and time. Find a suitable moment when you are both relaxed. <laughs> this really cares yeah. about you both being relaxed. <laughs> well, I think this, like, we could double check, but I think this is line by line exactly what it said for the, like, admitting they had feelings for them question. Yeah. So that's interesting to see it start to, like, repeat itself. Yeah. Uh, number two is express your feelings. Communicate your discomfort and concerns honestly and compassionately. Let her know that seeing these photos makes you uneasy, particularly considering the abusive nature of her previous relationship. Wow. Step three is to share your perspective. Explain how the presence of these photos on her profile may raise questions and confusions for other others, including your family members who have seen them. Help her understand how it can impact your relationship. Number four is listen and understand. Give her the opportunity to explain her perspective and reasons for keeping those photos. She may have her own emotional reasons or may not have thought about the impact they have on others. Number five is find a compromise. Together, explore potential solutions that both you are com- both of you are comfortable with. 
It could be requesting her to consider removing or privatizing the photos, finding a way to explain the situation to your family, or finding a middle ground that respects your feelings while addressing your concerns. And number six is respect the decision. Ultimately, it's important to respect her autonomy and allow her to make the final decision about what to do with her social media profile. It's essential to approach the conversation with empathy and understanding. Remember, open and honest communication is key in any relationship. By having a respectful conversation and expressing your feelings, you can work together to find a resolution that respects both your concerns and her autonomy. I'm like, okay. Wow. ChatGPT is a feminist. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because I also feel like this question or this answer like really feels like it has empathy. Like I can mm-hmm. see how this is like kind of scary because it's like it almost feels like you're you're being like so heard and listened to, but they're yeah. still like giving firm advice. Like it's 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 crazy. And one of the things that it said that I thought was um interesting that you skipped over was it said it's essential to approach the conversation with empathy and understanding, recognizing that her healing and personal preferences may influence her choices. Oh, so like it really like understood the idea that like this relationship was abusive, even though that was like very briefly mentioned in yeah. the prompt. Um, and I also think it's funny that it says in the beginning, especially if the guy was abusive to her, like, I just feel like the fact that it said guy, like, I just think that's so like, it's so casual. Like it really feels like talking to a person. It's Mm -hmm. crazy. But I mean, I was, my original take was like that he has absolutely no right to have any opinion on what's on her social media. Like, I don't know. I think sometimes like it's 50, 50 on if people choose to keep pictures from their previous relationship or not. And obviously it's like a lot of times dependent on like how it ended and whatever, but yeah, I think I think this person has like absolutely no right to tell her what she can and can't post and have on her yeah. profile, especially if it's clearly old. Like yeah. one of the things was like, oh, my family saw the pictures and like they're confused. I'm like, what are they confused about? Like, look at the date. It's probably a year yeah. ago. Like what's confusing? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also based on the prompt, it sounds like it's talking about Facebook. Yeah. You can't see like old profile pictures on any other social media, I don't think. And truthfully, like people don't update their Facebook yeah, anymore. Yeah, my Facebook like, profile pictures are between, like, me and God. Yeah, like, it's, like, very <laughs> possible that she has just literally no idea that they're still up there to, yeah. like, view. Like, she just hasn't given it any thought because I've I've never been in a situation where I've had to leave an abusive relationship, but I don't think one of the first thoughts I would have is, oh, Let I need me change to my Facebook. Yeah, the so true. Facebook photos of him. And also, I'm a little like, why is your family like stalking her on yeah. Facebook of all places? Well, that's the top um, like comment is that they say the bigger issue is that your family's contacting you, telling it's inappropriate for her to continue to have these photos up. It's not your family's place to dictate what is or isn't appropriate. Yeah. It's your job to protect your girlfriend from your family. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, yeah, and it's pro- like again, I just really don't think it's that deep on her end. Actually, like it's probably just that she has not. Yeah. Even thought about the fact that it's there. And it, he even says, as you scroll past her old profile picture. So it's not like the picture, her current profile picture is her and him. And then the one right after that yeah. is her and this other guy. Like, it sounds like you have to scroll through a couple of them and then you see, okay, yeah, at one point she had him as her profile picture as well. But like- and like. as Like, that makes sense. Like, they yeah. were her, it was her they previous partner. Like, <laughs> and obviously like you can- hindsight's 2020 looking back knowing that he ended up being like abusive and stuff and that's terrible but like it's pretty normal for people to have profile pictures with their previous partners and you can't put blame on your partner for having a previous partner like that's that's the way it is yeah especially if you're 26 and 30 and I also wonder like if he I I don't think he had a problem until his family 
Yeah, that kind of sounds like And that's another thing. Like, if you really don't have a problem and it's just about, like, appeasing your family, I just don't think that this is is worth it. And it's not worth rehashing past trauma relationship to to go over it. Like, actually assess whether you are okay with it, whether you think it's weird. And if you don't, if you're like, you know what, this is probably not as deep as people are making it out to be, then don't worry about it. Yeah. And like, if it does actually bother you, like, consider why. Yeah. If this is like a self confidence problem, because like clearly she's not with him anymore. Yeah. And you know for a fact that she was at one point. So like, just seeing the physical evidence of it, like, shouldn't really change anything. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. But I think that's all we're gonna feed ChatGBT for today. Overall, I'm I'm very impressed. Yeah. Like, I was kind of hoping. I was expecting like more funny mistakes and like yeah. things that we could be like, what the hell? Like, but no, it like it did really well, which yeah. is terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I'd be curious to see if we had done like how many different like types of advice would you have to put in before you started seeing like similar answers? We yeah. started to see at the end. Yeah. And like it definitely customized the last answer to the prompt, but a couple of the things I was like, yeah, we've seen this film before. Yeah. Uh but overall, yeah, I'm like, ChatGPT, how you have empathy if computer. <laughs> yeah, it is wild. I'm like, maybe we'll uh, use ChatGPT for some of our scripts. Yeah. Maybe you won't even know if it's us or yeah. ChatGPT. <laughs> no, just kidding. I do think- Deteriorated podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the person that called our podcast deteriorated. Yeah, I hope you're having a good day. Um, if you want to leave us a nice review to cancel out that one, it would be nice. <laughs> but honestly, like, we were just laughing at it um, yeah. if you're out there. But- that's it for today's episode. Hope you guys liked it. It was a little out there for us, but yeah. let us know your thoughts. I think I enjoyed doing it, so I'd be open to doing more like AI experiments in the future. And you know what to do. You can follow us on Instagram. Reach out via our anonymous suggestion box. Leave us a review. And we will be back to chat with you guys next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>